right, it is just about 4.22 in uh, the East. My name is Dean Millard. This is Ultimate Fantasy Sports Daily, uh, where we want to help you win your league. Uh, We also want to help you make your league better. Uh, And we want to introduce you to new and very cool things when it comes to fantasy sports. And uh, very pleased as we do every Thursday, uh, to bring in the man, Andy McNamara. You can use the hashtag AskAndy on Twitter, on social media. He will find it, like the bat signal, and he will have Ultimate Fantasy Football 11 a.m. on Sundays. And um, my man, um, this is week five. When, for you, does the fantasy football season really kick in because because right now it's like jostling and some injuries at what point does the season do you think really really take a serious turn that's a good question i liked how you set it up too dean it's like we will find you with hashtag asking yeah. we're gonna get you it was just a hard point <laughs> i love it we're gonna get you we're gonna get you and we will uh to me really it starts after this week it really starts in week five and it's not just because it is week five but that's how i feel Because, Dean, we have seen over the last number of years the preseason become less and less important to the NFL teams themselves. Players don't want to have as much work, playing time, practice because of injuries, etc. So what that means is usually the first month of the season, first four weeks, you're seeing teams and players get to know who they are, get in game shape, and you see some sloppy football. You see it all the time. So really, I think we start to look for trends starting this week. So for guys like, okay, Russell Wilson, who's playing tonight, who started to pop a little bit last week, are we starting to see a positive projection for him on his new team? Running back, whatever the position, are they now, as of week five and moving forward, starting to trend? Because too much farther after this, once you get to week six, seven, if a guy hasn't done it for you, you got to start cutting bait. And you can't, you can't be proud. You can't fall in love and just stay with a underperforming fantasy asset that's not time to dump anybody yet. Yeah, that's that's how you lose is by waiting yep. and waiting yep. and then you know never getting it and then you're you're like oh well this this really didn't work out like I mean Christian McCaffrey owners at this point I mean you are it's sometimes different with superstar players because if they do come back they can make such an impact but at what expense if you if you don't get somebody to replace that guy at some point you might not be there when he comes back and in contention. Yeah, and, and that's the key thing, Dean, because I get all the time questions on Twitter at AndyMC81 using hashtag AskAndy. I get, well, should I drop player X? My question is, well, who are you replacing them with? Last week, I got a bunch of Austin. Should I drop Austin Eckler? Like, well, no, because who are you going to replace him with? A, a third string running back off of waivers? Right. No. You, error on the side of the star. Andy, it might happen all year that it doesn't work out. But guess what? You spend a first round pick on it, you're not getting anything back unless you wheel and deal in a trade. Now trade mode, you know, see what's out there and see what can work trade wise. But to just drop a guy, absolutely not. Because again, what are you getting back in return? And I guarantee you, there are players sitting on people's benches, not superstar names, that you're not using. Get rid of those guys. Don't drop the stars. It, it it doesn't make sense when you you no. know drop your back 
backup tight end or or something that you that you might have. Don't don't drop yeah. this. Okay, so we're going with the hashtag Ask Andy, and we will find you. We're like Liam Neeson. We will find you, and we will get your question. So this one comes in from Paul. He says, with Tua out uh, a couple of weeks, do I put in a claim for Gino or Matt Ryan? I have Ryan Tannehill on the bench. Isn't this what we were kind of just talking about? Like, if you were going to, like, you you have a guy on the bench, why would you go get one of those other two guys, is my opinion anyway. I think the guy on the bench is better than both of those guys. Well, it's either you can either go this way, Dean, for this week. You either go with Tannehill and Geno Smith. I think at some point this season you might be able to still stream because he's surprised sure. me the way he's been able to pop a little bit. This week, however, no, this is this is a terrible matchup for Geno Smith. No Geno Smith, and I would say none of the above, Dean. My answer is none of the above, and I put it out in my weekly Tuesday waiver wire article on Twitter. Fantasy football, the meat on the bone. We get to the, the those waiver wire pickups. Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves. Put the gloves on with them. Get all in with Teddy Two Gloves. Why? Well, let's take a look, Dean. Let's take a look. Do you want to have one of those scrubs that he mentioned, or do you want a guy in Teddy Bridgewater who has been able to prove throughout his career to be a plug-and-play competent quarterback in the NFL and fantasy useful in spots? New Orleans Saints came in, did a very nice job. Panthers last year did a nice job. You can plug this guy in and he can go. Oh, uh, by the way, the weapons around him are not too shabby that he has to work with. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Kosicki. I think I'll take those. Oh, and Dean, furthermore, by the way, after that, you also are playing the New York Jets, who have given up the most, (laughs) the most, literally the most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. The stars are aligning. Orion's belt is in the sky for you to take Teddy Bridgewater this week. And as of Tuesday, he was available in 98% of wow. most redraft leagues, and he's a steal in DFS too. Get yourself Teddy Bridgewater, and, you know, it's not going to be perfect, but that's the guy who's going to get you 17 to 19 fantasy points, or at least there's a possibility of I mean, the, the, for the people that went out and grabbed Cooper Rush uh, at, at some point, and they're not doing anything, this is a much better backup situation and, and uh, you know, tentative replacement, uh, I, I think, than, you know, Cooper Rush. Yeah. They're, they're, they're undefeated, but you don't, get, you don't get the W in fantasy for the quarterback. No. It's the defense that gets the W for the Cowboys right now. Okay, JP on our Twitch chat drops this in. Uh, Andy, I need a waiver wire quarterback instead of Stafford. Tua, yeah. Mac Jones, he's hurt right now. I don't know if he was limited in practice. Kenny Pickett on waivers. Do I drop Stafford for one of them or drop Brandon Cooks, Tony Pollard, or Pickens? Half point PPR, hashtag ask Andy. This kind of is in the frame of what we've been talking about of if you're going to pick somebody up, who, who's the smart guy to drop? Yeah. Now, now, JP, you came to the right spot, brother, okay? Because I can sense <laughs> a little bit of panic. I can sense a little bit of panic in there and we're going to settle you down and we're going to be okay. All right. So uh, we're not picking up Tua because Tua is not playing and we don't really know when Tua is going to play. He could play next week. He might not play for a month. So no, Mac Jones is banged up and Mac Jones is not a good fantasy football quarterback anyway when healthy. Real life, fine. Fantasy, no. Same with right. Cooper Rush. So again, Dean, I'll say this. I, I bet you Teddy Bridgewater is on the waiver wire. Teddy Bridgewater is the best streaming quarterback play this week, period. Now, whether that actually works out, who knows? <laughs> but uh, everything is lined up for him to have a successful week. 
it, it just makes too much sense. So out of those names, I would choose none of the above. I would select D, and I would go get Teddy Bridgewater and put him in your lineup instead. I like the none of the above. It's giving me Brewster's Millions vibes. Remember Brewster's <laughs> Million where Richard Pryor had to spend the money and he ran for mayor and none of the above? So it's, it's giving me some uh, John Candy, Richard Pryor vibes. I right. like that. Uh, okay, Benoit, ask Andy another dilemma this week. Melvin Gordon the third versus Indiana, uh, or what I like to call him, Fumbleitis, or Harris versus Buffalo. Uh, I'll get to my start sits a little bit later, but what do you think about this one? Well, Melvin Gordon, I, I was very hesitant on early in the week because we were waiting for the health report. Uh, short week, he's been cleared. No injury designation. Head coach said he will be the, full, the, the back to get the workload. Uh, I also, on a side note, I think for um, any DFS plays or anybody looking for a desperation flex, Mike Boone out of Denver is a great pickup. Again, you know, available in over 90% of most leagues. He's a good one to slide in. Latavius Murray, remember, if you went out and thought you were going to be cute this week, he is not playing. Now, they're bringing up some other dude. I don't think he's going to do much either. But if you are you don't have Gordon and you need that sort of other side, Mike Boone uh, can pop for you. I would go with Melvin Gordon slightly this week, simply because with the Kenny Pickett question in Pittsburgh, you're playing Buffalo, who's really good, as we know, and Najee Harris. In most other cases, Dean, I would probably pick Najee Harris based on volume and based off of if they're going to have a smart game plan in Pittsburgh, you're going to try to get the ball in Najee Harris's hand, whether it's short pass or handing off, to take pressure off your rookie QB. So Najee Harris, I think, is going to have a great week, but... With Melvin Gordon being cleared, I think that's the go-to tonight. You do it. And you know what? Also, you get it out of the way. You get your question mark out of the way. And if something doesn't go right tonight, at least you have some time to pivot before Sunday. Okay, so I'm going to give you my start sits right now. And okay. if if I was in fantasy football, I don't, I don't have any of these guys, it would be a light night for me. Because I'm, I'm not confident in a lot of people in this game. Like, I'm not confident in Russell Wilson. I, I think... Um, Russell Wilson is great, but I still don't trust this Denver uh, offense. They just seem to be all over the place. So the only two guys I really like tonight are Sutton and, and Michael Pittman. I'm, I don't trust Melvin Gordon right now. Uh, I'm on the other side with you on Matt Boone, but stranger things have happened, and, and Matt Boone might end up with a touchdown tonight, and which, which could deliver some points. So I'm, I'm all out on most of these guys in fantasy tonight. I might get back on the Russell Wilson train, but I have been disappointed this year in that entire Denver offense, as, as most people I think would have been. Wilson's fantasy stats for the year. 17.8 week one, 12, 9, and 26.98. So that 26.98 fantasy points, you think, ah, Russell's figured it out. Well, maybe not because a lot of those points came from a rushing touchdown and four scrambles. Now that might mean that Russ will run a bit more. Maybe, maybe. or maybe that was a one-off. The yardage was up, no turnover. So that was a good sign. He got two, this was against Vegas. Um, really depends on your other options. Like would I rather go... Russell Wilson or you know, we, we talk, or Matt Ryan or Matthew Stafford, I would go with Russell Wilson. If we're talking straight up just in this matchup, totally with you on both quarterbacks. Not interested. Naheem Hines, though. Dean, Naheem Hines, I think, in PPR is going to have a big night because Jonathan Taylor is out with the ankle injury. He's gone. Okay, yeah, that's right. Up. I think Naheem Hines, because and here's the difference, too. So there's a difference in when 
you have a guy brought up from the practice squad, like, uh, I forget his name. It's Aziga Bo or something like that. Yeah, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That guy just got brought up. We know nothing about what he's going to do for this team. You're, you're guessing. We know what Naheem Hines has been able to do because he's done it before. He's been a complimentary piece. We've seen him in a feature role. Not the best in between the tackle runner, but certainly short, quick outlet passes, PPR, and touches, which gets you points. Naheem Hines, I really like tonight. I think he's going to hit double-digit figures. I'm with you on Philip Lindsay. Um, Melvin Gordon, again, like, I, I would figure if, if you, you got Melvin Gordon, you probably are going to have to play him, like, as an RB2. 100% with you on Cortland Sutton, because even though those numbers I listed with Russell Wilson haven't been great, Sutton has been getting you mid to high fantasy point, mid to high teams mm. in the fantasy points. So I like him. I'm with you on Judy. Mo Ali Cox, uh, Dean, smart sit on this one, my friend. Smart sit. And the reason is everyone's going to be rushing and seeing, oh, I, he had a big, he, he spiked. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. nothing, nothing, spiked. There's still three guys. There's still three tight end committee in Indy. Now, maybe we see the trend continue. Uh, Mo Ali Cox is a heck of a talent. But is he going to be used that way? If Now, right. if we see this week he gets more targets, and now it's a, I'm starting to get into a little pattern, now we can change the conversation. But as of right now, I'm with you. It's it's pretty much Michael Pittman, uh, and for me, Naheem Hines, but that's it. Well, and yeah, and, and, and trends matter. If you see Mo Ali Cox trending up, you know, put him on that watch list that you have, and, and say, you know, I, I might just be down on on uh, Denver just because there's so many problems and I'm overlooking Russell Wilson. But again, um, he's a guy that I would be be watching because it's Russell Wilson and there's pedigree there, right? So it's like Aaron Rodgers or anybody. You don't write them off. But if they're not playing well and you have other options, I would go with them. However, if you're drafting Russell Wilson... Uh, it you know he's probably I, I would be surprised if you're drafting Russell Wilson as your backup in fantasy. He's going to be your starter, so it depends, yeah. like you said, who you have. Benjamin says trade question half PPR trading away Cortland Sutton to get James Connor. I'm deep at wide receiver with Cup, Pittman, Goodwin, Samuel, and Hopkins back soon. Running backs are Fournette, Herbert, Montgomery. Do you like it objectively? Seems to make sense roster wise. I, and I'll just say, mm. you're, you're, you. Th- anytime I like guys when they trade from positions of strength, when fantasies or, or franchises in any sports trade, if you're if you're stacked at defense in hockey, you trade a defenseman for a forward, unless it's a number one uh, defenseman or a situation like that. So trading from a position of strength is great as long as you're not giving away the best player. Right, I'm with you. Um, and just if we didn't know the rosters, I would say no. Knowing the rosters with the running backs, that is a really thin group. However, James Conner like, has regressed significantly, as expected, from his huge touchdown total last year. One rushing touchdown. That's it. He's hit double-digit fantasy points. Uno time. One. Wow. That's it. So what are you getting when you have James Conner in? Now, could that turn around? Yeah, let's look at the opponents. You're okay, we're playing uh, Philadelphia. Well, Philadelphia's defense is tremendous. Hate yes. that matchup. Seattle, they can be still spicy. New Orleans, really good defense. Minnesota's not an easy out. Seattle, again, the Rams, San Francisco. I- I'm not seeing a defense I really like until maybe the Chargers in week 12. And then you have a bye. So the more I think of it, I would probably say, okay, um, you're giving up a guy who's gonna who's been consistently getting you mid to high a fantasy point uh, in the teens. 
Sutton. You can even put him or another receiver in a flex spot. I don't think I'd make that deal. I would try to maybe either get another running back, um, see if they have a, a higher end running back in it, some other mm -hmm. mix in that deal. Because right now, I think you're going to make that deal and you're going to get eight, nine fantasy points each week out of James Conner. And that's not doing much better than what you could get off the of waivers. Yeah, and you're giving away a better player who is trending yeah. up in, in, yeah. in Sutton. So I'm with you on that one. Uh, JP, oh, by the way, uh, Randy says, nice shirt, Andy. Loving hey, the... Undisputed uh, Elite. Oh, Too sweet, elite. brother. Yes, that's just nice. Uh, okay, now JP says... Miles Sanders, James Conner, Najee, James Robinson, who is such an interesting story just from the human interest because he got shot in the preseason. Who is your running back one, and would you flex spot any of them over Garrett Wilson or Scary Terry? And that was uh, using the uh, hashtag AskAndy on our Twitch chat from JP. Okay, so I'm looking at this here. So this is the Miles, Miles Sanders one, right? Miles Sanders, Conner. Yeah, no, this yeah, is, okay, yeah, go. that, yeah, that is one. Yeah. 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 Okay. I just want to make sure I got the right question. Okay. Uh, who's your RB? Okay. So my RB one here, you know, I've really liked what Miles Sanders has done this year. It's been surprising. Now it's always risky because you have Jalen Hurts who can run himself. Um, I would give a slight edge to Sanders. Like these are all, uh, Connor would be last. Uh, and Najee is going to get the work, but I don't know if he's going to get the volume, the uh, uh, results. So I think I would go Sanders, Robinson, almost a 1A, 1B. Slight edge to Sanders. Um, and then do I go, or would I flex any of them over Wilson or Scary Terry? Eh, you know what? I would flex, I would put James Robinson in over Garrett Wilson. Uh, just because I don't like, I don't really like the matchup. And I, I'm not really comfortable with the Jets offense uh, right now. You're playing Miami, you know, eh, I'm not, I'm not too confident. Strangely enough, at times they look better with Joe Flacco in there, which is a strange thing to say in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that one. Uh, that's weird. Uh, and, you know, uh, Joe Flacco uh, of the past, yeah, but Joe Flacco uh, right no. now, not crazy. Uh, okay, some prop bets that I found. Um, Cortland Sutton, four and a half receptions. Over? I'm going to, I'll say over. Yeah. I'll see over with that. That yeah. seems like low. That seems low. Four and a half for their number one guy. I guess catches. You know what? He could get six targets and only catch three of them. Well, that's true. Let's let's just take a quick little uh, take a quick little game. And it's receptions, not targets. Yeah, right? receptions. Yeah. Okay. Let's just take a little little look. See here. I okay. think the over. So this season for Sutton games four receptions, seven, eight, and five targets, yeah. seven, eleven, ten, and seven. So that's the number to compare. You'd think with Russell Wilson starting to get a little uh, potentially better and more comfortable, you're going to be still seeing that high target share and hopefully with more receptions. So at four and a half, well, he's beaten that in yep. three out of the four weeks, so I take it. Matt Ryan, uh, 228 and a half passing yards. I think I'd go the under on that. Yeah, and you know what? The Thursday night games, Dean, they're just weird. Now, I know. You know what? As I say that, you don't have Jonathan Taylor, though. Mm. So are you going to be able to lean on the run? You, now, you still could have a bunch of three and outs. Um, you know what? I'll still say under. I think he'll be close. 
Like, I think it'll be a little little dicey. Uh, I'd feel much more comfortable with the under if Jonathan Taylor was in. Yeah. But with uh, with, with Hines, who you still might have to do those extended run plays. Let's see. Eh. Yeah, I'll go with you. Ju- yeah, I'll go with you just under. Okay. That's, and that's the it. last one, Melvin Gordon, 58 and a half under yards, G- rushing yards. Give me the over. Give me oh! the over for Melvin. Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Come on, Melvin. He st- they, right. like, the coach said they're feeling good. He's getting a full workload. So he's feeling good. He's back. He's ready. Full workload. I think it's I think it's over. I don't think he's getting a hundred, but look, if you want to try to take really try to mix 60, the match yeah. and you know, that's it, it's it's certainly doable. Um, but yeah, it's a short week and even though they removed the injury designation, it still makes me a little nervous, but I don't know. I think we might see it might be one of those games where they try to ease our way ease their way in and you do that by running the football. I'll take a chance then on Melvin Gordon. Okay, uh, Dog Pound Suge on Twitter. Hashtag Ask Angie. Should I drop Travis Etienne? Good question. I understand it. No. James Robinson's still the guy. Okay, still the guy. Travis Etienne, remember, serious injury. Mm-hmm. You follow the draft capital and you follow the money. They invested a lot in Travis Etienne. The touches also... We're pretty equal last week. James Robinson just had more success. So that's where you got to look at it. Who's getting more carries? We're starting to see a more split. Each each game, more of a split. So I wouldn't recommend necessarily playing Travis Etienne this week, but I would try to hold on to him to see, are we staying at an even split? Does Etienne get better footing, a few little better results, maybe get earn more work? We're still in that limbo here, so I would give it a few more weeks before giving up on Etienne. All right, uh, these are quarterback projections uh, for Week Five, uh, and these are projections from uh, Fantasy Pros. I, I look at these projections, and I think I might move Jalen Hurts up. I think I might move Tom Brady down, and I think I might move Kyler Murray up. Um, but you know, if you have any one of these ten quarterbacks, I think this is going to be a pretty exciting week for you. Yeah, how weird to see Aaron Rodgers that low. I know. That's where he's been at, though. That's where he's been. And this is another case. Now, a different scenario than with Russell Wilson, but Aaron Rodgers was used to force-feeding Devontae Adams the ball 10, 12 times a game. Well, now he's got to work that out. Looks like Romeo Dubs could be the guy. So you still have a ways. And I think Aaron Rodgers gets it figured out before the end of the year. Uh, and we start to see him more in that maybe low 20s and bumped up a little bit. But well, right if, now, I can't argue with that. He's throwing, like, if he's throwing the ball 43 times, the completion percentage comes up, the yards are going to go up. If they keep throwing the ball like that, yeah. he's definitely going to get gonna get better. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I love Jalen Hurts. I think it's uh, he's just developing yeah. so well. Not just a guy who runs. Um, I think he's a, 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 I think his passing upside is better than Lamar Jackson. I really do. Um, and they're playing the the Cardinals, who can definitely be had this week, and uh, it'll it'll be interesting. I'm with you. I think Jalen Hurts should go a bit higher, um, and then for the Ravens and Lamar, he's going to keep running. He's going to throw it to Mark Andrews, and that's really what yeah. it's going to be. It'll be an interesting matchup: Sunday Night Football against the Bengals. I hope that the Bengals are able to make it so that uh, Lamar Jackson has to throw. And you look at the stats, right? Andy, he is throwing. Look, when it comes down to it, and you for the strategy is still to make Lamar Jackson throw, and if yeah. you can do that, I think the Bengals can win that game. 
Um, last ask Andy, Kirk Cousins or Tom Brady? Well, Tom Brady's in the in the top ten of uh, projections this week. Mike Evans is uh, getting like they're they're getting a little bit healthier. I still, as I said at the start of the year, I don't think Tom Brady finishes as a top five quarterback. But between Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady, right now, I'm I'm and even though Jefferson is great, I'm going with Tom Brady. And I saw today report Tom Brady missing some practice time because of a sore shoulder. Oh, uh, throwing oh. shoulder on his right side, something to track. Okay. Now we know, you know, it would take something significant for Tom Brady to miss any time. So he's, I'm sure he's going to play. Dean, I actually am going to say Kirk Cousins here. Wow. I know. I know. I, listen, I don't like that I'm saying it either. It's, it, it's weird. It's uncomfortable. But that's where we're at. You're playing the Bears. The Bears can certainly be had. Now, the only wrinkle to this could be they get up early and then they just start handing the ball off all day, which could very well happen. But I think division game, Kirk Cousins, they're 3-1. and one, They're at home. They're favored by 7.5 points over the Bears. Uh, this isn't the uh, uh, what are the Monsters of the Midway, whatever they called them back in the day, uh, for Chicago. So I, I would say the fantasy upside to me in this game goes to a healthy Kirk Cousins, even with the Buccaneers playing the terrible Falcons. Well, you're clearly on Team Giselle in this situation. Then. Absolutely. That's, obviously, you're Absolutely. on Team Giselle. Uh, okay, <laughs> Sunday morning, Sunday morning, you have all the answers. Uh, you know, somebody's asking we'll about Gabe Davis being healthy. Uh, you get all those answers on Sunday morning when teams reveal it and, and even more drilling down on the details, 11 a.m. right here on Twitch. Tell us about Ultimate Fantasy Sports. That's right. When, yeah, Ultimate Fantasy Football, sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Gabe Davis face palm uh, healthy right now. You know, again, track it, track it, track it. Keep an eye on all those, all those guys. So looks like he should. Uh, last I heard in practice, he was um, early in the week. I saw him running routes from some of the, the uh, beat reporter game films. So it looked pretty good, but yeah, Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern to noon. We're going to give you fantasy football tips. We're going to give you your betting tips, your betting plays. We had Johnny Avello from DraftKings yes. Sportsbook last week. We're going to have a uh, talk some more betting this week. Get you those tips, get you those, maybe some parlays, you know, get you some spread a little bit there too. Some danger zone pick or bold pick. By the way, Dean, I was right. I got uh, danger zone pick right. You believe it? Hallelujah. What was it again? It was TJ Hawkinson. TJ That's Hawkinson right. would be a top two. He was money. He was. I'll, I'll be honest. Those are kind of fluky if you get those guys. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you match it up. Monitor St. Brett, everybody was missing. Who's he throwing to? And TJ Hawkinson could do it. So I was right on the danger zone. You know what? You all only remember... You only remember the right ones. Who cares about getting the wrong ones? Who cares? Yeah, no one talks about those. And, well, if they do, you just say, like, uh, yeah, whatever. Didn't happen. That's why Didn't it's happen. dangerous. That's right. Absolutely. going to be a lot of fun Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. All right. Right here on twitch.tv slash ultimate fantasy sports. And uh, for people looking for fantasy sports uh, throughout the week or any time in the season, use the hashtag AskAndy. He will find you like Liam Neeson. Thanks, as always, my man. Have a great you. night. Enjoy the game. And we'll talk soon. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Bye. There's Andy McNamara. And there we go. For some reason, that's not uh, taking the uh, right connection. That was fun. Uh, Tony says Andy knows. Like, Andy knows football. Ask Andy. Use that hashtag. Use it tonight before the game. He'll find it. You know, use it at 4 a.m. It wakes him up. You know, he's having a nice dinner at Christmas. Ask Andy. He leaves the dinner. And he goes and, like, he, it's the it's like Batman. He's like Bruce Wayne. It's a... Um, 
It's a curse, but with great responsibility uh, comes something, something, something. So ask Andy on Twitter, social media, use it. He will help you win your league, and we are here to help you win your league and make it better.